Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello and welcome to today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. And this program is designed for one purpose, to help Christian families bring their investments in line with their biblical principles. And I want to say hello and welcome to Anthony Wright. How are you doing today, sir? Doing awesome, Tom. It's always good to be with you. I look forward to this every week, and I hope the people that are listening to us today, as well as listening to us every week, look as forward to it as as I do. I, I really enjoy this this time with you and with the listeners. Me too. Uh, and it's a blessing. And we are praying and hoping for the best for our uh, listening audience and that they will be ready for retirement and whatever comes in the future. Tell me a story or two of people you've been helping recently. Yeah, you know, we have a special guest in studio with us today, Jay Peroni. And Jay mm-hmm. is a, a good friend of mine. I'll introduce him here in a moment. And and uh, Jay is the guy, he, he's my go-to guy on the institutional side that I go to. And, you know, while I'm meeting with clients and while I'm constantly updating their portfolios and their, their rebalancing of their portfolios and all the things that I do throughout the day, Jay always has my back. He's always looking, uh, checking all the algorithms and and the the stop loss protection that we have built into play and uh i i love working with jay he's he's an awesome uh financial mind as well as a as a good christian believer and so i'll i'll bring jay in here in just a moment but to answer your question um about a client that i have helped this week uh i mean obviously it's it's numerous i mean i could i could pick all types of ones but the one that really stuck out with me this week was mm-hmm. a lady that was um, she was, uh, I believe if, I believe if I'm, if I've got her age right, I believe she was 74 and she had heard our radio program and she had called in and she said that her husband had, um, gotten killed in an automobile wreck that involved a drunk driver. Oh. And she she wanted to know if we could screen her portfolio for specifically alcohol because that was what killed her husband and she didn't want to be participating in funding anything. Now, when I say that, I don't say that for folks to get offended. I realize a lot of people listening, it's not an issue. Alcohol is not an issue. But, you know, her loved one, her husband got got killed by, by a drunk driver. So it was a very sensitive topic for her. And so she asked me to screen her portfolio, and, and I did. And sure enough, it, it come back dirty. 80% of it was, was funding the very thing that she was against, which was alcohol. And she just broke down in tears. And she just uh, felt so bad that she had been funding the very thing that had 
in her words, had had taken her husband home to be with Jesus, and and uh, you know, I I mean, I it was a very it was a very somber moment for me, and and I I, I could feel her pain through the through the phone, through the internet, the Zoom call that we did, and you know, I, I really could feel her emotion and her pain, and I, um, but at the same time, I was honored that now she is no longer funding alcohol and so i was very honored and i i felt like i feel like really honestly she and i kind of connected i i told her i said i i think if you're looking for another son you can just adopt me <laughs> because i i feel I, I feel like your son you know and and i really did i i felt like i was a part of the family by the time she finished her story and she had a pretty good sized portfolio and to find out that the biggest percentage of that money was funding the very thing that she was losing sleep over because the drunk driver had had hit her husband and it had killed him and so but at the end of the day you know we can't end on a somber sad note there so by the end of the day i you know i called her name and i said would you like for me to clean this up and and she said, yes, p please do so. And, and oh, my, and oh, my. And, you know, she just couldn't believe it. And so that that really, I, I cleaned it up for her. And we got it moved out of those companies. And we moved them over into some really good faith-based companies that are household names that everybody would know if we mentioned them. And But that really made her day. And it really made my day. And it made me feel happy. And then... It just reminded me of the fact that for those that are listening to us today, you know, this faith-based message is not a condemnation message. It is an education message. We are on the airways educating Christians and people of faith all across this country that are, you know, all of a sudden they're being, I, I don't know the right word, but I guess they're waking up to the fact that a lot of these companies are doing bad things with their money, and uh, so they're they're getting involved in changing it. So that would be my story of the week, and then I want to bring Jay. I want to bring Jay in. He's here in studio with us, and I want to bring him online with us. And and uh, I'm sorry, not in studio. We're we're recording him in studio, but he's on the phone with us. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, so I want to bring him online. And and Jay, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. I'm glad to be back. Uh, this is always an exciting time for me. I just really love sharing the passion of what I do each and every day to help people incorporate their faith and values into their investments. And I really appreciate you being on the front lines and talking to uh, all these people that uh, really are, like you said, just becoming awake, you know, realizing that they can incorporate those values, the things that they hold dearest. They can incorporate that not only into their financial plan, but also into their investment plans as well. Yeah, amen. And, you know, Jay, I have had some phone calls this week, and I know that you deal on the institutional side. You work with financial advisors like myself. But the the listening audience today, if you don't mind, I'm I'm going to throw a, a question at you that I've been asked quite a bit this week, and I yeah, yeah. that 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 tells me if if they're calling me and asking me these questions, then those that are listening to the program today have the same questions, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> so I um, I have been asked a lot this week 
uh, okay, you guys are faith-based investing. I get it. You're you're cleaning up these these portfolios. You're putting us in faith-based that line up with their faith. But what do you think the the election coming up here in? I think we're le- under thirty days now. So what do you, you know? What do you think coming up here on November the third on the election? How do you think the election is going to play into this this stock market and then? Either way, if the current administration stays in play, what happens? If we have a change of administration and Biden wins, what happens? So I'd like to get your take on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is a, a great question. A lot of advisors, clients across the country, it uh, definitely is a uh, hot-button uh, question right now just because everybody is concerned, you know, with it being such a uh, heated uh, environment right now, you know, between Democrats and Republicans and just what we're seeing going on in our country, uh, combined with a pandemic, you know, with the, the, the coronavirus, COVID-19, you add all that up and mm-hmm. you certainly have a lot going on at the, at the same time. Now, historically, and I'm going to just take politics out of this, I'm not going to speak into, uh, you know, which candidate I favor or anything like that, or Uh, look at the moral implications of the election, but purely from a financial perspective or from a market perspective, the market historically does not really care whether there's a Republican or a Democrat in office. They care more about the economy. They care more about interest rates, where things are headed. That's really what the market itself is focused on. So if we look at whether Biden wins or Trump wins, regardless of who wins, I still believe the markets are going to go higher. That's what historically happens. Uh, we have a election every four years. And at the end of the day, elections really don't move the markets. They may in the short run, there may be some noise or volatility. But in the long run, they really don't impact the markets too significantly. Now, in, and, that, in, that, in that, because a lot of it is already built in and 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 baked in the mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah that's so what it's I, baked that's what in and you know right now the federal reserve bank is controlling where interest rates are they're uh controlling some of the stimulus and uh you know if if there were a changing of the guard from republican to democrat the returns usually do go down a little bit compared to keeping an incumbent in office because Mm-hmm. It's always the person you know, right? You know the the person who's in office, whether you like or hate him, the market knows Trump. They know his policies. They know what he's trying to do. So the market can react. And I think we'll get a little bump if Trump uh, does get reelected. The market, in my opinion right now, is already factoring in a Biden win uh, because of, you know, where the betting markets are. People are betting that Biden's going to win. Uh, the market has, you know, kind of factored in, like you said, Anthony, the market has really factored in a lot of what's happening. Uh, so if if Biden does get in, there could be a little bit of a hit to the market because of him, some of his uh, tax proposals and things mm-hmm. that he has uh, been publicly speaking about. But at the end of the day, it really just changes opportunity. You know, if you've got Trump in office, there are going to be certain types of companies and parts of the economy that are going to do well under his administration, vice versa. If you get a Democrat like Biden in there, there are going to be other sectors of the economy like green energy and some of these other uh, sectors, solar, that uh, you know are going to probably do better under his administration. So 
regardless of what the market does, I still believe there are going to be amazing market opportunities. And uh, that's what I try to do, not invest in the markets, but invest in good companies that can do well, regardless of who's in office. That's good. Uh, you know, I was in a financial advisor meeting uh, conference call this week, and they were sh they were showing us some statistics of exactly what you were just talking about. It was it was how the people are betting against or for these different presidential candidates and and the way that the odds in Vegas were lining up after the first presidential debate that a lot of people were betting and already feeling like that everything was so slanted toward Biden that Trump really didn't have a chance. So again, I'm not I'm not endorsing one candidate here or another. I'm just saying that I agree with you and I concur with what you're saying that I and that was the reason I asked you if if the market didn't already have all this stuff baked in, but you know, we need to be not so quick to forget that in 2016 mm -hmm. that when we all went to bed that night we were told that the that the president of the United States was Hillary Clinton and then we woke up the next morning to find out it was Donald Trump. Yeah, and also too everybody predicted that the markets were going to crash once uh Trump was elected and and it certainly <laughs> gave a little bit of a a fit, you know, after hours the market was down uh, close to 6 or 7%. I can't remember the exact amount, but uh, the markets were freaking out, and then by the morning they said, "Well, wait a minute here. You know, the, the world isn't ending. Let's let's see what Trump can do." And by the time the markets opened up the next morning, they were right back where they left off the previous day. So uh, I'm not going to say there won't be volatility or big swings up and down, but if you're a consistent long-term investor, uh, this is really probably going to be a blip on the radar screen. There may be. You know, a contested election, that's something that a lot of people have been talking about. But the markets are taking all of this into account. And, uh, you know, once the outcome of the election is known, the market will, you know, charge forward like it always has. Yeah, we've been breaking. I mean, we've had record-breaking uh, market days many, many, numerous times over the past four years, ever since that happened and ever since Trump got in there. So, um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing that. And I, I, I know we're coming up on a break here in, in about a minute and 30 seconds. And so I just wanted to remind people that um, faith-based investing, as Jay just mentioned, it is just that. It's faith-based investing. It's, it's investing with your heart and it's investing and being accountable to God of where your money is going and what it is funding. And the Bible is very, very clear about that. And so, you know, God really holds us accountable where our money goes and what we do with it. And I know that we all as church folk, we, we believe in the 10% tithe, but let's be honest, God owns 100% of it. And so what we do with that money and what we fund, things like abortion and, and pornography and same-sex marriage and all these things that they're funding using our money, we as as people of faith just need to come together and invest with good biblical responsible tools in place and that's what that's what we offer and that's what we have and so if you're listening to us today and you say well okay how do i get my portfolio screened and you can do that by going to investmentpreacher.com that's investmentpreacher.com very good and on that note we're going to take a very quick pause for the cause 
And we'll be back with more. And this is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and our special guest, Jay Peroni. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. You found it, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and our special guest today, Jay Peroni, talking about the election, talking about your family finances. And uh, one thing to keep in mind during these crazy days, Philippians 3.20, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's going to come and make all things right. And we're looking forward to that. Anthony, um, where do you want to take the next segment with our special friend, special guest, Jay Peroni? Yeah, you know, um, Jay has been there. Man, he's been there through the thick and thin and, mm-hmm. and been there when it's good and when it's bad. And and um, I know we all know that we just finished a segment where we're talking about, you know, Depending upon who wins, if we stay with the current administration or if Biden wins, what are the markets going to do? And so I would kind of like to just continue picking up this segment here where we left off because we ran out of time. We had to go to a break. But, um, you know, once again, when when you're in it for the long haul and you have an IRA or you have a 401k or a brokerage account, whatever you may have that you're investing, most of the time it's just a simple question of what am I investing in and where is that money going? And the reason I say that is because from my perspective where I'm I'm on the side of the table that as an investment advisor representative, I deal with the clients on a daily basis. And then mm-hmm. I work with Jay behind the scenes as the institutional guy. And but on on my side of the table where i'm i'm dealing with folks on a daily basis you know 95 i don't know that might be too high jay might be able to correct me maybe 90% of the what i would call uh box store advisors that are not faith based and of that 90% there's about 75% of them that they put pretty much their entire portfolio in something called FANG stocks. And those FANG, uh, and I'm going to spell it instead of F-A-N-G, I'm going to spell it F-A-A-N-G. You're a terrible speller. 
<laughs> I mean, I know that's not right. The reason I spell the reason I spell that F A A N G is because about eighty percent of the S and P five hundred is Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, and and when most of the time when clients will call me because they've seen on Fox News or CNBC mm-hmm. that the market has dropped 3.25% and they have a little panic moment and they'll call up and they'll say, you know, what's going on? And Well, you have to understand that, that when Jay and I take over a portfolio and we put it in faith-based companies, that does not involve that group of, of of five stocks. And and Jay and I stay far away from those stocks because they are very, very supportive of things that are that are against our faith and against our biblical beliefs. And so when we're managing that money for you, just because you see a decline in the market of four or five percent, whatever whatever it, it is for the day then don't you know it's it's important to to remember don't spaz out because it's probably not affected uh, our portfolio and so jay i'd like for you to elaborate right. on that just to, just a little bit about how that you know we don't even we don't even invest our clients in in those in those five stocks yeah that's that's such a great point anthony because you know most advisors that are either doing indexing or some sort of, uh, you know, very, very well diversified portfolios, a lot of times what ends up happening is their portfolios are highly correlated or they move in the same direction of the market. So if the market's up 3%, their portfolio is up, give or take 3%. Uh, When the market's down 3%, they're, you know, down, give or take, you know, 3%. So they're pretty much moving exactly in line with the S&P 500, which are the 500 largest companies. But as you said earlier, Anthony, uh, the majority of the return from the S&P 500 is coming from about five or six different stocks. The five you mentioned, then also Microsoft is a large component. Mm -hmm. And what, what ends up happening is the way that we build portfolios is we're choosing specific companies, normally 30, 40, maybe even 50 different companies, rather than 500 companies. So there can be days where the market is down, and this happens all the time. You know, some of our uh, advisor clients call us uh, just completely baffled. They're like, the market was down 2% today, and you were up 1%. What are you doing? You know, and, yeah. uh, yep. it's, it's, it's a good thing. And sometimes, you know, the market may be up for the day and we may be down, but we're picking and selecting companies that generally have rising earnings. They're making more money and they're having more sales. They have rising sales and rising earnings. So a lot of times we're getting into companies before people really find them. You know, we're, we're using computer algorithms to find some of the best, most profitable opportunities in the world that also align with our faith and values. And that's the great one-two punch. It's not an either-or. It's not you get good returns or you do faith-based investing. We try to do things world-class. We want to give you good returns and make you feel good about where you're investing. 
And you know that's that's good right there, Jay. As Tom uh, Tom as Jay is mentioning right there, you know it's one thing to say, and I and I'm asked that a lot too when the, when the clients talk to me, those you know they'll they'll say, well, if I go faith based, then okay, I'm lining up with my morals, but does that mean I have to collect zero interest for the next five years? <laughs> and, <laughs> and and my answer to that always is is no, of course not. We wouldn't be very good stewards of God's money if, I mean, listen, is it important that we align our investing with our beliefs? Yes, because we as Christians and we as believers, we should make our walk match our talk. And so many times that just don't happen. When when I look at it and I screen it, they're they're telling me, that they're pro-life, but they're funding abortions. They're telling me that marriage is between man and a wife, but they're funding the LGBT community, and they're mm-hmm. funding same-sex marriage. They tell me they're against pornography, but they're funding the production of pornography. And so, you know, I just simply tell people, let's just make your walk match your talk. But mm-hmm. the flip side of that is, is, Jay, I love what you're saying. Just because you do that, doesn't mean we give up any returns. And I'd like to take just the next five or six minutes here, if you would. I know, uh, because you and I spoke uh, uh, one day earlier in the week, we spoke about some of the outstanding, and I know I know that we can't guarantee returns. We're not trying to do that. We can't do that. But I know that we are outpacing the S&P 500 on our mid-cap strategies as well as the long cap strategies and so can you take four or five minutes and just kind of talk about how 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 good we really are doing on the faith-based side yeah again uh you know past performance is no uh mm-hmm. indication of future results of course you know all the disclaimers but uh yeah i mean we don't own any of the fang stocks in our large cap strategy and uh we're beating the s p 500 uh, by a clip of nearly three to one. So we're doing about three times better than the S&P 500 uh, as of the end of the um, uh, third quarter, which ended uh, in September. So as of September 30th, uh, our large cap strategy wow. is about triple what the S&P 500 is doing. And our mid cap strategy, uh, people don't even believe me when I tell them, but uh, <laughs> the mid cap uh, stocks are down for the year still because they have not done as well as their larger counterparts. Um, and, uh, you know, we're up over 35% in our mid cap strategy year to date, beating the NASDAQ, beating the S&P mid cap, almost every indice that's out there. Uh, by hand selecting about 40 different mid-sized, uh, you know, companies that are innovative, game-changing, and that line up with our faith and values. Uh, so it's uh, definitely can be uh, rewarding to uh, invest this way. It's not a guarantee, of course, but I've found that companies that are faith-based or at least uh, adhere to biblical principles and don't violate them are going to be less likely to get sued, less likely to have bad publicity, and uh, whether you believe it or not, I believe a lot of these companies uh, are blessed because they're um, doing things that are in line with uh, God's word, and uh, you know they're they're adhering to uh, you know improving the world and society around us, and that's what really drives stock prices. Companies that have great products and services that people keep buying over and over and over again that are really changing the world, 
You know, they're coming up with cures for life-threatening diseases. They're coming up with uh, technologies that make our lives more efficient and more effective. Uh, So, you know, yeah, there's just a a lot of great opportunities out there. We hear a lot of bad in the news, and uh, we like to focus on the good stories. Hey, man, and I tell you, that right there is is so encouraging to me and hopefully those yeah, that is. are listening to us today. I mean, Tom, did you hear what Jay said? I mean, we're up, we're outpacing the S&P 30-something percent in the in the mid-cap strategies. I mean, that's just huge, and, and very few people have that. And it's all faith-based. We're not, we're not participating in any of those FANG stocks, and it all lines up with our biblical responsible investing tool, and that is what I want to get out to everyone before we go to a quick break is is if you're listening today and you say, how can I get my portfolio, mm-hmm. how can I get my stock screened? And we have a stock screener, and we screen it and clean it. And the way you do that is you go to investmentpreacher.com. And again, that's investmentpreacher.com. Now, you're going to be able to download a free copy of my book called Faith-Based Investing. But right at the bottom of that, it's going to, there's going to be a link that says, if you want to get your, your stock screened, click here. So you can read the book in the leisure of your own time and leisurely read it as you would like. But we will go ahead and screen your stocks now to get you lined up with the biblical responsible side of this thing and you heard it from the man yourself that this year we're on fire in these mid-cap strategies so tom i had a client call this week and he said man i've done so good he said anthony i need to take some money off the table and go spend it can i can i withdraw some (laughs) so he withdrew some money and went and bought a truck (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good uh, well, I can say from personal experience that you guys have done a great job with our family finances. There was a little bit of money that uh, was invested in a fund that uh, I wasn't able to have you manage because uh, it just it wasn't structured that way. And what you're doing is so outpacing the performance of the other fund, it's unbelievable. So keep up the great work. And uh, that's our personal experience. But uh, I just want to say for the record that I really encourage my friends Take a look at this. Whether you're looking for wisdom on your retirement income, annuities, life insurance, wealth accumulation, or you just need some help protecting your assets during these turbulent days, stay with us for practical answers you can use today. Go to the website investmentpreacher.com and there you'll find out how you can screen and clean your investments. We'll be back with segment three of the program right after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly 
exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Call Anthony, Aaron, and the family, the team, and say, Hey, Anthony, I'd like to have a quick chat about our family finances, and be sure to leave your name and phone number. And you could do that by picking up the phone and calling 931-RETIRED. What a great phone number, 931-RETIRED. And the website address, again, is investmentpreacher.com. And, Anthony, where would you like to take our discussion? Well, you know, uh, you asked me before we got started on the on the program and I think the first segment I shared a story about a, a client and I told you know I mentioned then that I had a lot of clients that have I've been helping in numerous clients over the past several months but another one that really stuck out um, this week that I would probably turn to is um, uh, uh, I mentioned it right at the close of this last segment before we come into the come into the uh, break there Mm-hmm. But um, he called. They called earlier in the week and said, you know, that they had done so well that they needed to take their money off the table. He took some money, he, which was pure money that Jay and myself just <laughs> managing the portfolio made him. I mean, it was pure profit, and he took that money and he went and bought a new pickup truck. And then he, when I was on the phone with him and he was he was telling me he was going to take his profits and he was going to go buy the pickup truck, then he asked this. He says, Anthony, let me ask you a question. I said, okay, good, go for it. He said, well, I know the presidential election's coming up in about 25, 28 days, whatever it is now. And he said, um, do you think I should convert the rest of this money to cash? Or do you think it's okay to leave it where it's at? So with me in studio today and, and is on the phone with us in studio today is Jay Peroni. And Jay is a very well-known author. I'll let, you, I'll let him tell you about the book that you can you can get on Amazon.com. And Jay is the guy I go to on on the front end when when the those of you that listen to me and you call my office and email me. And once I get the money moved over to TD Ameritrade or Fidelity, wherever we're custodian, we're trading it on. Um, Jay is the one that I call. Jay is the institutional guy. He's the one behind the scenes and and uh, that manages these money and these funds. And so, Jay, um, welcome in again to the show. You're on. You're on. Appreciate you being on here with us today, and taking your time. And you know that client asked me about moving to cash, and I know what I told him, but that that was because you and I talk, and and I I like your I like your response on that. So, what 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 do you say about should we go to cash? Yeah, the, the the challenge of going to cash, and a lot of people have that, uh, you know, just that inkling to do, you know, I don't know what the market's going to do with this election. So a lot of times people say, I'm going to go to cash. But the problem with going to cash, and studies have shown this, the longer you're in cash, the more likely you're going to underperform the market. Mm-hmm. The market historically has averaged about 10 to 12%, and the average investor has made about 4%. So about 40% of what the market has done because they buy at the wrong times, they sell at the wrong times. And this is one of those times where, yeah, there may be some volatility. The market may go up or down. Uh, we may see a contested election, and the markets hate uncertainty, so we may get a little bit of a, a fit with the market. But if you're a long-term investor, you've got to be right twice when you get out of the market. You've got to get out right. at the right time, 
and then you've got to get back in at the right time. Yeah, good point. I had a uh, a client back in uh, 2008 when the market crashed. You know, we stayed in through it. We did better than the market. Didn't lose as much as the market, but. When the market was at the bottom, he said, Jay, I just can't take it anymore. I need to get out. And I said, well, that's fine. You can get out, but you need to tell me when you feel comfortable to get back in because I, I think you should stay in. I don't think now is the time to get out. Most of the damage is already done. And he said, all right, I'll tell you when I feel comfortable. <laughs> well, this was in March of 2009. I think he picked the exact bottom of the market. <laughs> and we'd get together for lunch. You know, it was, you know, the market you know, in, in May and then in June and the market had come up a little bit and then a little bit more. And then finally by about October and November, he said, Jay, you know what? I'm ready to get back in. And the market had already moved 20 or 30% at that point. And then there was another little dip going into the end of the year. And he said, I can't take it anymore. Let's go back to the sidelines. And then, you know, it took him a little more longer to get back in. And, you know, by the time he finally got back in, and he's held pretty much from, you know, when he got in till today. Uh, and he's done very well, but he missed like 50 or 60 percent of the initial bull market because he was so fearful. He got out and he was right. You know, he, he didn't want to lose anymore. He felt right about it. But at the end of the day, he also had to be right on when to get back in. And he missed it completely. And that's the thing. When we invest, it's very emotional. You know, when the markets are going high, we want to take more risk and put more in. And when the markets are on sale and down, people want to sell. And why is that? When we go to the mall and our favorite items are on sale, we want to buy more of them, not less. <laughs> but when it comes to stocks, people, uh, you know, become more emotional. So I say, you know, if your goals haven't changed, if you still have long-term money, if this is money you're not going to need next year or five years or 10 years from now, Unless your risk levels change, you shouldn't go to cash. You know, you could be more cautious, of course, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, elections come and go. Uh, even in, back in 2000, when we had the contested election, it was a little dicey and scary until they figured out who won. But once they figured that out, the market just recovered all of the losses, and we know what it's done since then. So trying to time the market is a fool's game. Very few people can do it. Uh, if you have a good, solid strategy, a good investment manager that's picking good companies, let them do their job. Let them keep doing it. And, uh, you know, they may not be investing in certain types of companies today. It may change, you know, based on the market and economy. But letting that good manager do what he does best, that's what I believe in. That's all, that is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Tell Tell the listeners the name of your book. Yeah, I've written two books, The Faith-Based Millionaire, which is uh, 12 Essential Habits of Those Who Have Faith and Money. And then I wrote a specific book on faith-based investing called Faith-Based Investor. It's looking at uh, the key principles of being a faith-based investor and how, how to incorporate your faith and values into your investment plan in good and bad markets. That's good. That is real good. Tom, You, I know you mentioned earlier as well that you, you've seen your portfolio do real well too. And, you know, I think from just a natural human perspective, I, I agree with Jay. I think when when human beings see the market drop, they tend to want to panic and they tend to want to jump out. But, you know, you have wrote it out with us, you and your wife, and you have said, you know, uh, the last March 2nd or March 9th of this year, when the market began to drop and go down and you, you stayed with us and you stayed put and it's been good. It's been good for you. And, and I know you can, you can 
testify to the fact too, you know, that, that, yeah, it's, it's don't be so quick to pull the trigger, get emotional and then miss out on, on all the gains. Exactly. Well, I, I have to really resonate with the story that uh, Jay just told about the other investor. You know, most of my adult life I have invested, I've enjoyed kind of quarterbacking and paying attention, reading the headlines, Wall Street Journal and all of these publications and, you know, not like some people do, but uh, tried to be more alert. But then I sat out after the big uh, financial crisis for three or four years and missed so much. I mean, I had so much in bonds and extremely conservative investments where I missed so much of the run-up. And now it's I look at it like, well, I don't want to do do-it-yourself surgery. I don't want to do do-it-yourself lots of things. And I recognize, really, as a Christian, I need to be humble and go with... Uh, where wisdom resides, you know, with people who are professionals like you, and God brought us together, so I'm thankful for that. Absolutely, and I'm just so honored to um, be a part of of helping people across the country, and I'm honored to know people like Jay and have him on my team, and, mm-hmm. you know, Jay works on the institutional side, so it's, you know, it's for those that are listening, you can't pick up the phone and call him, and he works with financial advisors like myself, and I just felt like that you all, as the listeners, you you the listeners would enjoy hearing straight from the horse's mouth that you know he and I will converse back and forth, and we will we will come up with good strategy plans. But at the end of the day, um, I do I do assign the money, but I, I turn it over to Jay, and Jay is the one that gets it done, and he's the one that is is in the trenches. Um, so a lot of times, Jay makes me look really good. I get the credit for it, just like that when the guy calls up and he's made so much money that he took some some of his profits and went and bought a truck. So, but honestly, <laughs> Jay Jay deserved the the praise for that. See, Jay, he he should have brought you a truck as well. <laughs> Matching trucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Matching trucks. Well, anyway, Tom, I see the producer telling us we're down to one minute here. So, um, if you're if you're listening today and you ask, okay, what do I need to do to screen my stocks? And I'd like to get them screened and get everything lined up with my faith and and uh, do the biblical responsible investing model. What can I do? So go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Um, the reason they call me preachers because I've been an ordained minister for 20 years, mm-hmm. and uh, 12 of that 20 I've been a financial advisor. So that's why they refer to me as the investment preacher. So uh, go on there. You can download a free copy of my book, read it leisurely as you wish. But right below that, there's a little link that says if you want to get your stock screened, click here. So you can click there, and we'll go ahead and screen them immediately. All right, my friends, the voices you're hearing, Anthony Wright, who's with us on every episode of Faith-Based Investing, and our special guest star, just like on TV, uh, Jay Peroni. (laughs) So we're going to get back to Jay in just a moment. We'll take a quick pause for the cause and be back with more after this. It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. If you're investing, it's pretty likely you're also unknowingly funding abortions, the adult entertainment industry, alternative lifestyles, the liquor industry, and a lot more. But you don't have to wonder. You could find out for sure. And that's why we're here. Uh, We are all in when it comes to helping Christian families. This is Faith-Based Investing. I'm Tom Levine. And uh, Anthony, we've got uh, this last segment. It's our fastest 10 minutes 
of the week. So where are we going to go? <laughs> well, where I would say is, is anytime you're starting a faithful financial journey that many Christians would say that upholding God's standards mm-hmm. is their first priority, yet when uh, what they do with that money is going to tell us an entirely different story. So, you know, is there a way for Christians, for people of faith, to pursue holiness in their finances while also being wise investors? And the answer to that is yes. Um, That's what we do. That's what this program is all about, is educating Christians and educating people of faith how to align our investments with our belief. And you heard me say it earlier that it's, it's making our walk match our talk and a a lot of times people talk a good game but they don't back it up and in this scenario we back it up and we help you back it up and make those investments line up with your um your philosophy from a religious standpoint and a biblical standpoint and we do that using stocks and bonds and etfs and different things and so with us today uh, on the air is jay peroni good friend of mine and Jay is the guy that I go to on the on the back end as an institutional guy that moves a lot of money around on any given day. And Jay, I kind of want to toss this over to you about, and I know a lot of people have may have heard the term or may not have heard the term, but I'd kind of like for you to talk a little bit about this socially responsible investing. Yeah, a lot of people confuse socially responsible investing mm-hmm. with biblically responsible investing. And the big difference between the two is the Bible is never changing. It's God's Word. It it has and always will be. Uh, It's not going to change, but society will change. Man will change. What's uh, good today may not be good tomorrow. What's bad today may not be bad tomorrow. We've seen that, where uh, the world called sin good, and, you know, if if you speak against sin, you're bad. And we've seen these things throughout history. And social responsible investing is a branch of uh, investing where people are trying to incorporate their values or their you know beliefs into investing and a lot of times what ends up happening is people think they're buying one type of investing and they're they're really not getting what they want and I'll give you a perfect example I had an investor come into my office and uh, heard a little bit about what I do and how I do it he said yeah I'm a faith-based investor too and uh, I said well can I take a look at your portfolio and I, I looked at it and it was one of the biggest socially responsible firms. You'd know the name if I mentioned it. And uh, I said, well, okay, uh, so tell me a little bit about what you're trying to screen for. And he said, you know, I'm a a born-again believer. Uh, I don't want any pornography in my portfolio. I don't want any embryonic stem cell research, any Mm -hmm. abortion. I don't want to be promoting same-sex marriage. I don't want to be promoting homosexual causes and things of that nature. And, And he went on and he gave me a list of what he wanted to avoid. And I looked at his fund, and the only things he was avoiding in his fund were the vices, gambling, tobacco, and alcohol. But all the other things that he was trying to screen out, they were actually, in a lot of cases, screening into the portfolio. If you think about a lot of these social causes, they're they're pro-choice. They're for, um, you know, being... uh, Uh, inclusive and and recognizing same-sex marriage. So he was actually screening into his portfolio through a socially responsible fund the things that he wanted to fight against. So when I kind of did screen it, clean it, uh, 
analysis for this uh, person, he, he was appalled. He, he thought his uh, advisor, who was also a Christian, was looking out for his best interests, but the advisor really didn't understand what faith-based investing was and how to screen. And that's why it's great having an advisor like Anthony, who's going to sit down with you, get to know exactly what you want to avoid in your portfolio as well. It's not just, uh, as Christians, we don't want to just be known for what we're against. Yes. What we stand for, you know, love and, and helping the world, enhancing people and making their lives better and, and really uh, care for and the defenseless. And that's what we try to do with our portfolios through faith-based investing is avoid companies that clearly violate God's word. But also we want to support and make a difference with our money as well. And that's where we're supporting companies that are really changing the world around us. They're uh, fighting for diseases that People wouldn't know what to do if they didn't have the medicine or the therapies or the devices that can give them longer lives and make their lives more meaningful and more productive. And that's what we look for is those great stories to make a difference in our world. I love that. And, you know, Tom, you you have said this before, and I haven't heard you say it today, but I I love the saying, and, and I'm going to borrow it from you since you're <laughs> on here with me, right? But I love how you have said in the past, sometimes in order to do the right thing, you have to stop doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. And sometimes in order to do the right thing and line your investments up with the faith-based, biblical responsible investing, you just simply have to stop the wrong thing. And one question I always get asked is, Anthony, are there really that many faith-based companies out there? And... The answer to that is, is yes, out of over 9,000 publicly traded companies, the wonderful news is about 93% of those do not fail the BRI screener. So the opportunities to support companies making an honest, positive uh, impact is is very surprising, and it surprises a lot of people. That is fantastic news, you know, and that's encouraging to a lot of people. But uh, where we invest makes a huge difference as far as advancing our culture or really weakening our social fabric. You know, I was looking at this verse this week that how God says our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. And we're really voting, I guess, with our investments. When we're saving money for our future and we're entrusting our future to God— is it is it really accurate to believe that God can bless and can God can build blessing into a particular retirement strategy? Well, I yeah, I, I say, believe uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I would say that you know the the first thing is this is a God that uh, walked on water, turned water into mm-hmm. wine, um, you know, rose from the dead, you know, on and on. Uh, the miracles that God can perform. And that was the first struggle when I became a faith-based investor was, is it going to cost me something? Am I going to have to give up returns? And the first thought I had was, well, even if it did, which we've proven it doesn't, you know, sacrifice returns, but even if it did, couldn't God make this up in some other area of our lives? You know, he can do anything. And that's what it is. It's about being faithful, not only in the big things, but in the small things, because he cares about our heart and he cares about it, and he knew that where our treasure was, our heart would be also. So are we dedicating our treasure to him 
or to earthly things? And, and we know the answer. We should be looking at the eternal and trying to glorify God in everything we do. That's right. And uh, he is able to do far more abundantly beyond all we can ask or think. Mm-hmm. And that's Ephesians 3.20. So, Anthony, uh, why don't you bring us home here? Tell people how to take action, what they should do next, if they want to do this faith-based investing adventure. Yeah, so I I think Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23 makes it very clear. It sternly cautions us to know not only where we are investing, but in what we are investing. And so if you're listening to us today and you want to find out not only where your money is going, but what your money is funding, you've come to the right place. And you go to investmentpreacher.com, and there you can download a free copy of my book. I don't charge you for it. It's there. Download it. Read it in the comfort of your own home. Leisurely read it as you wish. But if you want to go ahead and get the process started and, and begin screening your portfolio, there's a link right below that that says to screen your stocks, click here. So you just click there. We'll go ahead and get started right away, screening them for you, and not only screen them, but clean them. Very good. Well, the time is up for today's broadcast. You've been listening to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Give him a call at 931-RETIRED and go to the website, investmentpreacher.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This is FBI, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the Investment Preacher.